1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
2: How important it was to have that time with my son and now my daughter and my husband and and all of the relationships and pieces that go in that we forget about. And so those were the two pieces that really drove me to, to continue to build Career Organic is providing this really safe space for people to work and that they love coming to work and they love leaving work. It's, it should be equal, in, in my opinion. And then additionally, really being able to scale and produce programs and courses and all of these different products that reach more people at different price points so that we can serve a larger community.
1: Briar Daugherty is one of those guests who built career confidence and her own company at a young age, despite a number of personal challenges thrown her way as a mom and two-time cancer survivor. Her mission and advice shared in this conversation are well aligned with what we do here on the Bucket List Careers podcast. Thanks for joining me for another episode. I'm Crystal Laurie. Briar is founder and CEO of Career Organic a boutique career acceleration and coaching agency for professionals across multiple life stages. After a decade of successfully navigating her corporate career in New York City, Breyer ventured to Metro Atlanta, and it was there she had her pivotal moment, deciding to transfer her skills in regional business growth and talent development, acquisitions, startup business strategy, and more to create her own company, guiding job seekers to their professional purpose. In this conversation, Breyer gives us actionable tools for dealing with the unique complexities of a career change journey. So let's get to it. Briar, welcome to Bucketless Careers. It's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. You've got this together, and I'm really thrilled about your narrative and also the fact that you're a coach. You bring a lot to the table for us in terms of your career evolution, your personal life challenges, which I hope you'll share with us a little bit because I think it's a part of your journey and your strategic knowledge as an advisor. So what I usually do is start in the earlier years of my guests' career journeys. I know you're someone who left corporate America to strike out on her own. So why don't we begin there? Sure.
2: It was 2013. I had been working full-time. I was a general manager at 20 years old, working in New York City, and just had this great career very early on. Yeah, young. And 2013 came, my son was due and left work, had my son, and was planning on going back to work. And two months in, I was just loving being a mom, loved that I had some coaching clients and some resume clients on the side my husband and I had kind of a very heartfelt conversation about whether or not I could go back to corporate America or if I could just stay and try and launch a business. And with his support and my tenacity, I was able to really stay home with my son, work part-time in kind of launching a solopreneurship, and then really just fell in love with what I was doing, was able to kind of scale that over the years.
1: Good for you for having that self awareness fairly early. But tell me how you transferred some of your skills from what you were doing before you started Career Organic. Because, you know, a lot of the times with our guests, that's a big part of what makes your second act or your transformation successful, applying what you had already gained skill wise. So, what were you able to take with you?
2: A lot. I worked in health and fitness initially. And so I worked with Crunch Fitness. I had my own health and fitness club. So you call it a club, a location in Soho, Manhattan. So that was when I was 20. I had that for two or three years and was attacked by a member What during my time. Yes. As a general manager. Yes. I was, I came to the aid of one of my assistant managers and was assaulted by someone
1: oh, that's awful. and,
2: kind of thrown down on the ground and, and tore my wrist and had to go out on disability and, and all of these fun things. But throughout all of that, I was learning how to manage people. I was learning how to work with very difficult clients, very different personalities and being able to stay calm and collected through a lot of that. Yeah. And then when I came back, I ended up working with Saks Fifth Avenue as a their general manager for the salon and spa in their flagship location, and then grew into a regional director role. And through that, I went from Crunch Fitness with a staff of 55 And, you know, 40,000 square foot facility. And so I had facility management, I had inventory, payroll, all of these, you know, HR things, as well as logistics and operations. And then I moved to Saks Fifth Avenue. And that's when I think a lot of my skill set really came out and kind of blossomed. I was working as kind of the host store liaison for the corporate office that I worked for and then Saks Fifth Avenue. And so I worked hand in hand with those executives and that completely changed how I saw interactions at work, how different conversations with different people had to be very, very tailored and gave different information to say your staff, even the, the staff itself. I went from 55 staff to 135 immediately, just with that Saks that I'm going to move. And then I grew into 500 when I became the regional director and I was overseeing all of the Northeast I was able to see what scaling looked like. I was able to see what hiring, firing, and a bottom line looked like. And then additionally, really my big piece that that I took away and I think is the biggest support system in what I do for Career Organic Mm -hmm. is having had that executive relationship, really building strong ties with the people that you were working with and partnering with because it made everything else easier. Sure, You were able to get so much more done when you had good relationships and trust at a very high level.
1: So was there an aha moment or a pivotal moment where you said a boutique career acceleration and coaching agency? That's what I want to do. How did that come
2: about? It has organically grown, no pun intended. (laughs) When I was working one-on-one with a lot of individuals and I loved the fact that I was reaching out and helping them in their life, right? It was like this huge epiphany to me because in corporate America, you're working with your staff and your clients. And, And my staff, I loved, I knew every single name. I knew what was going on in their life. And that was really important to me because I wanted to be able to propel them, not just for work, but for other areas that they were wanting to pursue. And so when I was able to do that for clients and get the feedback that, was open because employees don't necessarily want to share everything with you. I, I was in a different conversation now, but doing very similar things. And so on a one-on-one basis, on a very small basis, it worked, but I had this longing that I wanted to help more people. And how do you help people when you're one person? You, you have to scale, you have to have support, you have to have a team, you have to have processes. And so when I thought, how do I accelerate this? It was really bringing in crucial team members to help me see more people, number one. But then number two, as it continued to grow, I loved that I had created an environment where parents could work, where they could have flexibility, where I understood as a mom at that point, how important it was to have that time with my son and now my daughter and my husband and and all of the relationships and pieces that go in that we forget about. And so those were the two pieces that really drove me to, to continue to build Career Organic is providing this really safe space for people to work and that they love coming to work and they love leaving work. It's, it should be equal in, in my opinion. And then additionally, really being able to scale and produce programs and courses and all of these different products that reach more people at different price points so that we can serve a larger community.
1: Love that. There's a big focus on flexibility and accessibility, I think, in terms of your business model. Yes.
2: But what do you see,
1: would you say, as what's most valuable in terms of what you give your clients? Because you're talking about career growth, development, and transitions. And of course, that's right up the alley of bucket list careers. So tell me what's different about your approach and what's most valuable.
2: Sure. I think they're one and the same for us, is we give actionable tools and advice. I think what's missing in career development right now is that we have all of these ideals as coaches, as resume writers, it's like, well, you should do it this way. And we're not one explaining the why behind that. And if we do have a why, it should be based in the reality of the market, not just some ideal or theory that we have. And I see this a lot in colleges right now in their, their departments and their career development departments where everything's outdated. You know, it's from 10 years ago when we used to put like career objective on our resume. It's like the ATS has come about. We don't need objectives anymore because the applicant tracking system already filters us into the right roles that we're applying to. And so with the evolution on a it could be a monthly basis. It could be an annual basis. There's all of these changes and if we're not giving actionable tools or educating people in this space on what is the reality, not the ideal, we're doing them a disservice. And so I, I would definitely say our biggest value is that the things that we pump out into the market, our you know, freebies, our webinars, all the things that we're working toward is so that someone can leave and take immediate action and they know the steps they need to take, however many or small, that comes to.
1: That makes a lot of sense to me.
2: So switching gears
1: a little bit, you are a cancer survivor. I am. Two times to be exact. Amazing. And if you could share that part of your journey with us, we'd appreciate it because, you know, obviously you're a different person because of it. 100%. And I know at one point you had a vocal cord paralyzed during surgery and lost your voice. I did. Which sounds unbelievably challenging. So yeah, tell me about that and- I also know that it gave you determination when scaling career organic.
2: One hundred percent, it did. My son had just turned one. I was nursing him. I was I was holding him a lot and and kind of just had my hand rest on my throat when I was nursing, and I kept feeling this bump and decided to go into the doctor. Uh, it was big enough that it kind of concerned me, and they did an initial scan and put me over to an endocrinologist and said, definitely large enough to like get a a scan of this. And you need a little bit more information. And I got a biopsy and they told me during that appointment that most nodules are not cancerous. It's going to take about a week to come back, but no worries. And this is a Friday. I got the appointment. And then Monday, I got the phone call that it was 100% cancer it was a big shock. I literally remember where I was when I found out. Immediately they needed to get me into surgery. They scanned it. It was over two inches long. It continued to grow because the biopsy had actually opened up the main tumor, which is why it ended up growing up. My vocal cord took out parathyroid lymph nodes. It was extremely aggressive, which is not typical for thyroid cancer. And so I had surgery five weeks later is the first surgery that I could get. And then during the surgery, because it had grown up my vocal cord, there is a a very small chance that you can paralyze the vocal cord during that surgery. And I was one of those few people that it happened to. And so you don't find out for about a week, that's your post-op, your voice is scratchy. And I thought, this is normal. And I went in for that appointment and got the news that my vocal cord had been paralyzed and I was not going to be able to talk. What most people don't realize during that time is, when your paralyzed vocal cord can't vibrate anymore, it's got a little flap on the top of them that opens and closes and allows you to like hold your breath. Very simple things that we we kind of take for granted. And so I wasn't able to speak. I wasn't able to hold my breath. It was very difficult. Like if I got hiccups, it felt like I was going to be choking myself. I ended up doing a little bit of kind of self-realization during that time. I said. This is not not going to happen for me. I am going to get my voice back. Like there's no ifs ands buts about it. I want to speak with my kids. I want to have another child. Like all of these things were going on in my head, and so for a few months I went to therapy. I did everything that I could possibly do, but internally, I did a lot of self healing. I visualized my vocal cord coming back. I, I like just celebrated it and that I was gonna I was gonna hear my voice again, and all of the doctors, all of the nurses that were working with me is like, it might take a year. And I said, two months, it's going to be back in two months. And And literally to the day I got my, I got my scan. The doctor's like, let's just wait another month. I said, I want the scan today. He scanned it. It was back online.
1: Oh, that's so fascinating.
2: So it was a very humbling experience. Number one, number two, it made me enjoy the things that I had around me, which like my son, uh, my husband, my daughter was not born yet, but we had her very shortly after. That was definitely something that fueled me when I was looking at Career Organic because I didn't want to lose sight of those really important things that I had in my life. And it's helped me be a better boss as well, because I have two people out on maternity leave right now, and I want my team to be able to leave and step away and actually step away, not check your phone, not feel like they have to be on email, not that they have to work after hours, because that is not a life I want. And no one else on my team should have to bear the burden if I'm not doing that. And so that that was a huge piece in, in my journey. And I, I love that that happened to me. I think it shaped me in ways nothing else was going to in my life. And it brought me back down to center where I live on a daily basis now.
1: Briar, that is truly inspiring. Thanks for sharing that. I mean just you manifesting your recovery is amazing. So, we're getting into the takeaways section of the episode and speaking of inspiring, I'd love to hear from you what do you think Bucket List Careers listeners need to know as far as the best way to relaunch, the best way to reinvent and make that transition? toward career purpose, finding what you were meant to do?
2: I think the, the first part is understanding that you can reinvent yourself. It's possible. I think a lot of people are hesitant just in allowing themselves to feel like they can. And so that, that would be number one. From there, it's really identifying it is it that you want to be doing, not just what are you strong at doing. And a lot of people have that misconception that well, I'm really good at analytics, but they're miserable, which is why they want to make this transition and this transformation in their career. And so it, you don't have to bring everything with you, it will always be there. So, understanding that your skill set is like riding a bike, we can always pick back up and we can pedal for 10 miles if we really need to. But if biking or cycling is not your thing, you don't have to do that on a daily basis. You can bring that skill set as an ancillary support system for something bigger and better for you. Understanding that it's possible. I've seen every, every transition out there. I have seen them all. I have a shipboat captain who's transitioned into software engineering. I mean, I've seen it all.
1: I was just going to ask you what are some of your favorite pivots and should we get those people on the show? <laughs>
2: So because of that, I'm very confident in people making that move. It's first having their own confidence in that because that translates really, really well in any conversation, whether it's networking, whether it's an interview, whether it's even working with a resume writer to to write your resume, you need to bring that. But then two, understanding that you do not have to be defined by the skill set that you've had to strengthen that you can bring that along as your ancillary support system and then develop What is that fulfilling area for you in the process of understanding all of it comes together and it's collective.
1: Well, this went really fast. That's usually a good sign. (laughs) I really appreciate you giving us some of your time, Briar. So where should we send people to learn more about Career Organic and what are some of the resources that they can take advantage of?
2: Careerorganic.com is our website. We are actually in the process of overhauling it. So that's probably the best place to go because when we launch it in about a couple of weeks, we're going to have an entire freebie section. We're going to be launching a new Slack group coaching community So that would definitely be where, you know, sign up for any wait lists, sign up for our our market specific newsletter, and really see the the product offerings as well, because we are going to be getting this facelift. But additionally, we're very, very active on LinkedIn. I'm the only Briar Doherty on LinkedIn. Although my last name is spelled Doherty, D-O-U-G-H-E-R-T-Y, I'm the only one. With that name on LinkedIn,
1: I'm really glad I didn't mispronounce that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would not be offended. I mean, Briar is hard for people to say. So if if we get that right, we're we're good. And then, of course, Career Organic on LinkedIn, we're extremely active. We have lots of guides that come out. We like to pull our community and really understand what is it that drives you so we can create content and, and guides and tools that are going to help you succeed.
1: Sounds like a perfect place for our listeners to check out. So, thank you so much for coming on Bucket List Careers. I really enjoyed having you, and it was super informative. Take care. Thank
2: you. Bye bye.
1: So grateful to have you joining me for another Bucket List Careers. Hey, don't forget to share a favorite episode with your friends on social media and let us know your thoughts and reactions to the guests we have. You can do that on our Instagram and Facebook, LinkedIn communities. I'm very active there and I really love to engage with listeners on social media. So I'll be looking to hear from you. Back next Thursday with another BLC rock star. Be well.
2: An Ironic Media Production. Visit us at I-R-O-M-I-C-K-Media.com.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.